one of the topics I'm most interested in talking about is finance. And I know for some, they're in the exact same boat as me. Like I love talking about money um, for the main reason that it is something that literally runs our lives. And if you say it doesn't, you're crazy because if you're having a good day, you think about something to do and most of the time it costs money. Yes, you can find things that don't, but you pretty much always have money involved. And it might be because you don't have any money that you don't involve it. And if you're having a bad day, it's normally something with money, um, your house, how much you buy, money, vehicles, like every little thing, how much you save, whether you save, all has to do with money. And there's a lot of things that I hear about and what I want to do is actually come on and talk about kind of what we do with our money because I think it's cool to see what other people do. It brings it down to earth a little bit and it allows us to see other things because I love talking with people about money. Um, some of the things that I hear when talking is like, number one, people aren't comfortable. And most of the time when they're not comfortable, it's fear, right? They're scared you're going to see something. Um, but the reality is like, it's something that we don't talk about and we don't talk about it because it's taboo um, when really we should be talking more. And for like us, you know, or when I talk to people, one of the things I hear is like, they don't like the idea of scarcity. And to be honest, my view is we all live in scarcity because we all have a number we can't go over. And if we go over, we get into debt, we get into problems, we get more. So we're all living in scarcity. So the idea of like, not like spending less than you make is a horrible, it's a scarcity thing. Then it's like, wait, but you're still limited on spending what you make. And we all do a very good job of doing that. So I live in the idea of like, it's not about scarcity. It's about just being smart and spending less than you make. Because the reality is we have two options when it comes to money. You, you know, to actually like be financially successful or make sure that we are in a position to save. And one is we spend less, so like spend less than you make. And the second is increase your income. So you can spend everything that you make right now and increase your income and then save what's above it. So, excuse me, the things that I want to talk about, one is pay yourself first. You've probably heard this before and that's kind of what we do and I'll kind of walk you through what we do. So my wife and I, um, we have like lots of different streams of income. She has mainly one primary one. So it's very simple. She gets paid once a month and we take 15% right off the top and she saves that. So that is just for her, goes into her 401k. Um, it was something that she's kind of always wanted was to have her own 401k because she, she kind of had it before, but it was never, you know, like she would go to a different job and she would transfer it over. And, you know, I always was saving a lot more in different areas. So I would have more in my accounts and she's like, I want to like have this. So we have her on her own 401k through her business where she puts 15%. Then we also um, max out our IRAs um, each, which comes out to, you know, $500 a month. So $1,000 there and we put... Um, 200 we basically max out and it's not only maxing out but our kids 529 plans you can put five thousand dollars in a year in indiana and you get 20 percent back on your taxes so we put five thousand dollars into the kids 401 or into their 529 accounts for college um so those are two things right at the top that we do and then what i do in mine is i have money coming in like every day and all over the place depending on what i'm doing so what i do is all of my sponsors in all of my like one-on-one -on -one clients I work with. So if I work with you one-on-one, -on -one, all that money gets invested. So I don't touch that. As soon as it comes in, I go ahead and I invest that money. 
Um, and for me, where that money goes is normally into my brokerage account, where I'll invest in either you know index funds or like a stock that, or stocks that like you know more value stocks that I believe in or companies that are up and coming that I'm like I think that this could be really good. So that's where that money will go. And then as far as everything else, we've got our IRAs. We've got four. So I also have a 401k, and she has a 401k, and I try to put in. Um, about what she puts into her 401k as well, but normally it's a little bit less because I've been kind of allocating money in other two other places. Um, again, I think we have three brokerage accounts. Um, one of them is like my play, the I say play, but realistically stocks, and I say that because that can fluctuate a lot. And then I've got one that is just in um, index funds, and then the other one we have invested in more mutual funds, um, which again is a form of an index fund, or but that's a different day. Um, and then the 401k. So we've got all of that. So realistically, we probably save between 25 and 40% a month of our like gross income. And then the next thing is taxes. So that's what we pay ourselves first. We've kind of figured it all out. Um, and then taxes is the next thing where basically um, we pay quarterly. So we know right off the bat what it is we have to pay and you know, with the 401k, we can use that to decrease our income. Um, or if we want to do like a Roth conversion, which is like a backdoor Roth, we can do a backdoor Roth and put money in our 401k and kind of offset that income. These are all kind of higher level type things or maybe things that you haven't heard about, but very simple. Um, and then with the taxes, we basically take our tax money right up top and we put that into a online savings account that you know earns what 0.8% interest right now and we wait till the quarter and then we pay our quarterly taxes now the stuff that I think is really valuable um, and obviously there's a lot that goes into why we do that but some of the stuff I think is really valuable is how we do our just monthly you can call it budget you can call expenses you can call it whatever you want what we came up with is we have two checking accounts we have a fixed account which is basically mortgage, um, you know, all of our uh, bills, insurances, basically anything that comes out automatically that we know every month this is going to happen, it's our fixed expenses. And if you don't know your fixed expenses, you better figure out your fixed expenses. So we basically put in our fixed expense number plus a little bit of a buffer because you, you know you might miss that one thing or one thing was a year subscription and totally forgot about it. So we have this checking account that doesn't have a debit card connected to it. It is literally fixed expenses. So anything that automatically comes out or if we set something up, it comes out of this account and we go ahead and we have that as its own checking account. We then have a second checking account. This is called our non-fixed expenses. And basically what this is, is this is our food, necessities, kids stuff. And what we do is we calculate, we decide like what are we allocating to spend every single month in order to make sure that we're fine. And we break it out into a week. So we say like, example, if we said $750 a week for food, kids stuff, like basically like, our, I'm going to the store to grab something, it's $750. So we know that after one week, we should have X amount of money left. And you know, $750 puts you at $3,000, let's say. That makes it super simple if we just say four weeks. So that means $750. So that means we know after two weeks, if we spent only $1,000, we have extra money. 
If we spent more than that, we know we need to cut back somewhere. So it makes it nice to kind of look at it. it. It's a budget in a sense, but it's visual because you know you're going on your checking accounts. It's not like you need to go into your checking accounts and then go into something else. You use your checking accounts as visual. And then we put an additional $1,000 on top of that for emergencies, things that come up that you weren't expecting. And what we do is we pay ourselves. She gets paid once a month. So that once a month, what we do is we take it and we fund all, she basically pays herself and she funds our fixed and non-fixed expenses. Now, it doesn't always do it. Let's just say that there's a month where it doesn't do it. Or let's say it does more, you know, because it, it can vary. So whatever isn't in there, I pay myself twice a month. And the first paycheck will basically backfill whatever's not in there after I pay myself. So it'll backfill that. And then everything above and beyond that gets saved. So that though, we don't really count in our savings rate necessarily because we're just stockpiling that away. Um, so, which it really should be. But we have our set budget. We know every single month what it is that we spend. And it's through that fixed and non-fixed. And every month it might vary, but we basically fill those accounts up every single, every single month. And the goal is, is that we fill it up as fast as we can. And if you're somebody who's gonna start something like this, what you basically do is it might take you a while to eventually have all of your month pre-done, and then you know everything else that's coming in, you're set. And if you spend less than what you actually have, so like you finish the end of the month and you've got extra money in there, you refill it to your number. So let's say it's $4,000. So you refill it to $4,000. Even though you had 600 in there, you don't need 4,600. You just need 4,000. So you just basically made an extra 600 bucks. So it's really cool because it allows you to see like, as you're getting closer down, you're like, dang, we need to like stretch this out or like maybe we're wrong because you can tweak this every single month. But you know the more you put in there, the less that you're gonna save. And the less that you spend, the more that you're gonna have. So yes, there's this scarcity mindset, but the goal is is that you're realizing how to structure this to where it's less than your income. And then what are you gonna do with the rest of your money? And if you have the ability to do a Roth IRA, that's where I would start. Obviously, your, for your employer match, but you need to have an emergency fund set. You need to have a lot of things in place. And I love having a little bit of extra cash invested in a way that you can grab and you know you can do something with it. Not necessarily just an emergency fund, but you've obviously got your 401k, you've got your Roth, but having you know a brokerage account somewhere where you're not necessarily selling, but you're just sitting on these uh, stocks and different stuff. So I wanted to kind of come on and just talk through that. I've talked a lot about finance stuff, but never really kind of dove in. So that's just me giving you a little bit of an idea of what we do. If you have any questions, I would love to hear them. Um, I want to start coming on and chatting. Maybe it'll be like Wednesday money talks. I don't know. It's Wednesday. Friday finance would probably be better. But let me know if you guys have any questions on that. That was just me kind of walking through. I think I hit everything, but... It's just a fun topic for me, and I love talking to the people about it and hearing what they do. So, um, yeah, have a great one, and go pay attention to your money.